0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome in, friends, to the Jazz Mill broadcast, a celebration of all things jazz, featuring the great music of and interviews with some of the hottest singers and players on the planet. As always, your calls and feedback are welcome. Now, your host, Scott Henderson.
2: That's me. That's me. Dear.
1: Well, Welcome in, Fred. So excited to uh, be on the air and broadcasting to you with our premier edition of the Jazz Mill. Uh, we celebrate all things jazz here. Each week we pledge to give you a tight hour of excellent music, deep dive interviews with A-list guests, and a few surprises along the way. Uh, well, with this being our premier episode, we had planned to introduce ourselves and kind of give you folks an idea of the value that you could expect by listening in each week, uh, and we are still going to do that. But with the recent passing of Joey De Francesco, the, uh, the B3 man, the Hammond B3 guy and other instruments, and uh, also Mike Wang, the uh, fellow that wrote 2,500 uh, film scores and much more, uh, both uh, passed away, we wanted to pay our respects to these masters of the keys by playing some of their music and discussing their life's journeys. But uh, before we do that, uh, I want to do quick introductions of the Jazz Mill team. Uh, First, our uh, producer and uh, sometimes co-host, the great Sandra Booker. Uh, She is an international vocalist, a composer, an author, and advocate for numerous causes, including women in jazz. Sandra's musical accolades include work with Lalo Schifrin, Billy Higgins, Dennis Draith, and the WDR big band, just to name a few. Hell, she was even a question on Jeopardy when Direct respectfully called her a sultry shanteuse. Uh Welcome in, Sandra. How are you, dear?
3: Hey, welcome, and thank you for being here, and it's just wonderful to be a part of the launch of the event. It's very exciting, and um, it's really been an honor for me to come on board as the producer of this program. And I'm really, really excited about all of the great artists that we've lined up and the great music I'm certain that the the audience will get to hear and I hope thoroughly enjoy. We're going to want
1: some specifics regarding uh, bookings to date here in a few minutes, Sandra. Uh, So uh, stand by with that thought. But, yeah, you've done a wonderful job. Uh, setting us on a path that uh, I think is going to really uh, enable us to, to be valuable to people and, uh, and a successful podcast, which ain't always easy to do. But uh, I think we're laying a framework for uh, just exactly that, that uh, really assures our success and that people find uh, good value uh, in it. Uh, and, and Greg uh, Rockingham has also contributed. We're just surrounded with, uh, with, with talent. And uh, he is, uh, has been playing drums, keeping the beat professionally in his dad's band since he was only five years old. He's an alumnus of the prestigious Interlock and Arts Academy and Northeastern University. He's worked with Nancy Wilson. Freddie Cole, Glenn Miller, and Kenny Burrell, to name just a few, Uh, presently plays with the Soul Message Band. Uh, They are, in my opinion, the hottest B3 combo east of the Mississippi, and they can be heard weekly at Chicago's historic Green Mill. Uh, Welcome in, Greg. How are you, friend?
4: Hello. How are you doing? It's good to be here. And uh, the founder, once again.
1: We couldn't do it without you, Greg, and uh, we're just so excited to, to have some affiliation with you and uh, you and your bandmates, and uh, we just we just know that uh, bringing that whole Chicago. Uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of great players in Chicago, and we know you can connect us to, you know, what is a great music city. So I, I'm, I'm grateful uh, to, to have you, and uh, uh, maybe we'll tell tell our story as to how we met. It was almost serendipity, uh, folks, uh, how Greg and I came to know each other uh, as if uh, directed by the hand of somebody. I'm not sure who, but uh, funny how things happen. Uh, and, of course, I'm uh, uh, that's Scott right. Henderson. <laughs> I'm uh, Scott Henderson and uh, uh not the famous one though. I'm not the great fusion guitarist Scott Henderson. Uh rather I'm the cutting the grass right after the show today Scott Henderson. So uh, don't get us <laughs> confused. Uh and the reason I'm doing this uh what I, I was driven to to start this show was on account of uh, an awful lot of tribalism and strife out in the world these days. We've got pandemics and uh, political differences and all kinds of things uh, that, that, that separate us and, and keep us in our respected tribe, so to speak. So it's my belief that you know even a humble podcast like we offer here can be a respite. Uh, from the slog to you folks, to all of us, uh, if it's done right. And uh, that is our aim. It's uh, music is medicine, if you will, and uh, salve for the weary soul. And uh, so I hope you'll indulge uh, us each week. We're on uh, live. If you want to catch us live on Wednesdays at 3 Central, and uh, you just uh, pull up that uh, link uh, on the Blog Talk uh, show portal. Just type in uh, the Jazz Mill, and uh, you'll see uh, all scheduled shows and all archived shows. You'll have the whole menu right there. So uh, as I mentioned, we uh, lost a couple of really good ones uh, recently, and um, Mike Lang is a name that uh, you may or may not know uh, but you've certainly heard his work he, he as I said a minute ago uh, produced uh, 2500 film scores uh, he, he has left he has left us he was born in on uh, uh, December 10th 1941 and he died uh, about two uh, th- about a week three weeks ago uh, he was an American pianist and composer and uh, Lang spent several decades as one of the premier music talents in L.A. He was well-versed in various music forms, including jazz, classical, pop, and r and b He was both a freelance jazz musician and a sought-after studio artist uh, with a career spanning records, motion pictures, and television. Uh, This versatility enabled him to build a career as an accompanist with an encyclopedic body of artists, including Ray Charles, Natalie Cole, Ella Fitzgerald, Rita Franklin, Marvin Gaye, Vince Gill, NSYNC, Milt Jackson, Diana Krall, John Lennon, uh, and even Frank Zappa, if you can imagine. Um, so he had a, an important contribution uh, you know, to, to film. Uh, some of the film work he did was as good as it gets, Mr. Holland's opus. Uh, the Poseidon Adventure and Close Encounters. Uh, I think when John Williams needed a piano player and somebody to help him or write a score, this is who he called. It was Mike. It was Mike Lang, and uh, I want to give you a little sampling. We're going to uh, intersperse some some music uh, in and around our discussion of uh, Mike and Joey today, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the. Theme and some of the segment work that we intend to bring to you, but I want to give you samples of their work so so you can love them as much as, as we do. Uh, and I'll start with uh, uh, one from uh, um, Mike. It's uh, I'm going to play two here actually. It's Nocturne. He covers Nocturne and Georgia on my mind. I bet you'll dig.
2: So. music
1: How great was that? Chandra, uh, uh, I hate to put you on the spot, but what did Mike's music and friendship mean to you?
3: I had the opportunity of actually working with Mike Lang, I believe in 2018, for the 85th birthday celebration of Lalo Schifrin, the composer, Angel Lalo mm-hmm. Schifrin. And yep. I was aware of his work, Way long before that, but to actually share the stage with him and just see the facility, the level of knowledge, um, just how precise he was when it came to the piano, and at the same time, he really had a such a broad palette that he could pull from. Mike Lane could play yeah. gospel music, funk music, soul music, classical music, huh. jazz. Like a, a, a the facility at his command was really extraordinary, and it was a masterclass to stand on the stage and be able to work with him and pay attention to how he laid down the time, how, you know, he trusted you to know where the bar line was. And uh, he was being conducted, the band was being conducted by the brilliant Chris Walden. So it was a real wonderful experience for me. Um, We had talked about doing a gospel project together, but unfortunately with the pandemic um, and then finding out that he had fallen ill, Obviously, so. um, changed the, the trajectory of those plans, but he is just will always stand as an icon of the piano um, and really somebody who made an extraordinary impact on not only the L.A. jazz scene, the L.A. music scene, but in cinema, in film, and television, and the jazz community overall. He was a wonderful man. Um, he was always very, very kind and generous to me and somebody that um, I say we will all miss him in the physical but he has left a body of music, and in the spirit of that music, he will not be <clears throat> he will not be forgotten any any time soon. Rest assured.
1: No, I guarantee you that. Uh, I thank you for sharing all of that, and I want to implore people to seek out and buy up his good music. The uh, same same with uh, with Joey D. but you'll find quite a catalog. I mean, you see how much he's worked in different. Uh, films, but he has uh, quite a number of his own recordings. So uh, two of which you just heard, and uh, hell, I'm already halfway through a box of Kleenex. Uh, so this is going to be tough. But <laughs> and just uh, <laughs> uh, for, for, the, for the
3: listening audience, uh, for the listening audience, if some of you are interested, there will be a celebration of life um, event here in Los Angeles, and that event is going to um, benefit the California Jazz Foundation, which does a whole lot of really good work for jazz musicians who are either ill or have fallen on hard times due to illness and what have you. Um, It's a great organization. They were very, very supportive of me when I was having some challenges. And um, if you're interested, please go to Facebook and I will post that information on the jazz mill page and you can get that information or either at jazz at the jazz So if you're interested in checking out more of his music and maybe um, attending the, celebration of life event that's going to be happening on september 10th i'll have that information posted and all of the proceeds will go to benefit the california death foundation and i think it's a very very worthy cause and i think um mike lang would be very very proud to have his name associated with it the event is going to be produced by um dentistry who's a very close friend of his and it it really will be for a worthy cause um i've worked with these people myself and I know how much really good work they do for those of us in the jazz community. So I'll have that information for you to check out.
1: Outstanding. People get over to those pages, and we'll have all the deets for you, as the kids say. Uh, thank you for all of that, Sandra, and, and thank you for um, you know kind of hipping us in on Mike's uh, wonderful contributions. Because I got to say it's a name that I did not know, and uh, you know there's a whole there's a whole world I'm discovering as we put this show together. Somebody that I had, you know, heard of and had seen uh, perform a couple of times live is uh, Joey D. Francesco, and a lot of our audience will will know him as well. Um, he uh, was born in Springfield, Pennsylvania, on April tenth, nineteen seventy-one, uh, into a musical family that included three generations of jazz. Uh, he was named after his grandfather Joseph D. Francesco, a jazz musician who played saxophone and clarinet. His father, Papa John Di Francesco, was an organist who played nationally. Uh, Joey began playing the organ at four, and uh, played songs by Jimmy Smith verbatim. And uh, uh, when he was only five years old, so his father began taking him to gigs when he was five and let him sit in on sets. And by ten, uh, Joey was playing and. Uh, a band, uh, uh, the big band of, uh, in Philadelphia, and uh, musicians like Hank Mobley and Philly Joe Jones were some of who he uh, had, had had occasion to, to play with. So uh, he, he, is a, he is a great, great player and a, and a great uh, – we'll, we'll tell a little story here after we spin some of his music. But uh, generous in all conceivable ways, uh, and I know Greg uh, and I uh, have some things in common about that. But he released thirty albums, and here's another one, folks. That uh, I really want to encourage you to, to seek out and buy his good works uh, as you are able, because he's got a catalog that uh, would would choke you. It's uh, a lot of wonderful music, and he's worked with some super interesting artists. And uh, I want to challenge you out there, uh, I, th- th- there's a vocalist that appears on this particular cut, the first one we're going to play by Joey De Francesco. and uh, I-, I couldn't figure out who it was, uh, but for the first person I see that uh, responds correctly on our uh, Facebook page, The Jazz Mill, Uh, Drop us a little note there. Uh, I will send you one of our uh, uh, coffee mugs, and uh, those are going to be sought after. This is a collector's edition uh, in that this is our premier show, but see if you can figure out who this is. We're going to play one called Dearly Beloved and one called Evidence, which I'm dedicating to Sandra.
0: Love it, how clearly I see, somewhere in heaven you were fashioned for me. Gave me a sign. I knew that I'll be yours. Come shower or shine. Loving How clearly I see Somewhere In heaven You were fashioned For me Angel Eyes I knew you Angel voice Nothing could save me. Fate gave me a sign. I know that I'll be yours, come shower or shine.
1: maybe uh not for the faint of heart i'll tell you uh, greg uh, your thoughts i know you had a uh a friendship with joey uh and you as a b three combo guy uh i'll bet his work has some special meaning to you uh uh t- tell- me a little bit about what his music means to you would you sir um
4: i sure will uh you know i don't wanna i uh don't want to come across like uh, we were like so very tight. Uh, just the times that I saw him or came across him, he was always uh, kind and 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 friendly. And uh, after we got to to be aware of of after I got to be aware of him, uh, the first time I was playing and that I saw him, uh, I was playing with Charles Erling in uh mm. detroit and that was uh actually i can't even say i was playing with him that was the very first job so uh huh. friday night uh charlie was playing along with another organist who i can't remember who that was and then huh. saturday joey b and uh jack mcduff were gonna play huh.
1: uh yeah
4: so it was like an organ summit that weekend but unfortunately uh Jack Mcduff took ill, so oh. they asked if Charlie and the band would stay another night and take his place meaning jack mcduff and uh yeah. Joy was playing that night with his trio and we uh sat in the dressing room you know before the show, and we talked and he was a very- very nice guy he 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 Warm, but uh, what struck me was that he, the the knowledge that he had, the knowledge of instrument, the knowledge of the past uh, organists that that oh. the great organist, up until where where he is, and technically proficient uh, even to do anything that comes to mind and have the facility to do it, uh, wasn't like anything new or groundbreaking was being created. It was just carrying on uh, the tradition and taking it further. And by my dad being an Oregon player, I'm just totally in love with with Hammond b 3s and I have a few of them, and I can't play, but it was an honor to meet him. And then after that, the times that he came through the Jazz Showcase, we would be playing at another club in Chicago and when they were done, they would come over and different festivals come across each other. And a funny story, uh, I was, I, I lived in the Waukegan area, which is North of Chicago. And I passed a thrift store and they had a Hammond and organ, full set of pedals and the bench. And I wow. thought it was going to be some outrageous price. And I asked; I was only interested in the pedals. And I asked, yeah. "Well, how much for the organ?" I even framed the receipt. It was—they were selling. They said we can't sell the pedals without the organ. And it was uh, twenty-nine dollars and ninety-five cents. <laughs> they were selling everything. I—I I couldn't oh believe God. it. I—I I, I kind of. So said, great. Well, can't you come down a little bit? Anyway,
2: <laughs>
4: I can't remember, but Joey the <laughs> wanted, heard about the story and wanted that organ, and it stayed he in it. my
1: yeah.
4: garage, <laughs> and he just wanted to have it as a collection, but uh, we never were able to meet, and, and, and I would have gave it to him, but so I still have the receipt frame, but he's a great player. He's a great person. It's just so sad to to leave Earth uh Yeah, it years
1: is. Old. It is. Greg, I know it I know it cuts us all and uh E he uh was was bigger than life. What great recollections. Uh and thank you for sharing those friends. Uh, we we love uh, hearing stories and um, you know, uh, just what a great group of people jazz players usually are. Uh, I, I find that as I get to know them. And uh we had a uh, opportunity to see him uh, i say we my brother and i uh here in chicago at that that other uh club you mentioned and um my brother being a, a accomplished jazz guitarist of his of his own uh was just soaking up everything he was he was pie-eyed the whole night and uh, we were right up front joey could see us eyeballing him and he was it felt like he was playing to us the whole night and uh, and the guitar player for to some extent as well, Peter Bernstein, a name you both probably know. So we, oh, yeah. uh, when the set was over, um, uh, damned if he didn't come over and shake both our hands, and uh, he said, "Would you mind if I had a drink with you?" And he sat down, and we were both uh, our hearts pounding away, and uh, we we introduced ourselves, and uh, he he was just so gracious, and uh, where are you guys from, and. Uh, he he uh, found out that my brother was a uh, a guitarist, a jazz guitarist, and, and no sooner than did he say the words that he waved Peter over, and Peter came right over and uh, sat down as well and talked to my brother for about ten minutes about guitar and theory and jazz. And for one time in my life, I was at the cool table, <laughs> so it was it was great. It was great. So. Anyway, I knew I'd choke myself up with that one, but, uh, we miss him. Don't we guys? We really miss him. He's, uh, he's, yeah, we he's certainly the do. titan of his instrument. And, uh, I just, uh, you know, it's just a, just a, a damn shame. 51 far, far too early. Um, uh, so uh, thank you again, uh, Greg and Sandra, for, for sharing those recollections of these important players and, uh, I wanted to, to uh, shift gears for just a minute here, and we'll get back to more music here in a second. But um, as, as we talk about this being our premiere episode, um, I want to give the folks a little flavor for, for, you know, what they can expect each week. In addition to, you know, great guests, and uh, we're talking A-listers, folks, Grammy nominees or Grammy winners, uh, just who's who, names you'll recognize, uh, and, and if you don't know them, uh, now you, you, you need to. You soon will because these are these are these are the who's who, and uh, Sandra is helping us uh, with that, and so is Greg. Uh, but Sandra's had some great wins uh, in the last couple of weeks, specifically. Uh, so Sandra, you you uh, do everything on the show. You're you you do booking. You do uh, websites. You do um, show prep. You do research. Uh, lots of hats in your world um what did I miss?
3: Uh, I don't do windows
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh i I wouldn't expect you to now you're you're getting <laughs> such wonderful results, and people uh you know are just saying you know they'd love to be on and that's because of you know how professional uh you are approaching uh them and uh you know you guys are both uh, uh known players and uh your your introductions uh would would let people know that uh you know a lot of cool people and uh and, and they are they're looking to help and and there's a there's a great league of uh like-minded people in the jazz community um a couple of uh, notable bookings that you'd like to to tease Sandra
3: our very first guest will be six uh, time-nominated jazz vocalist, activist, um, writer, producer, Nina Freelon. So she will be joining us next Wednesday on the show to talk about her projects, um, all of the great work that she's doing in terms of uh, jazz and music education. I am a huge fan of Miss Freelon, and she's just so spirited and so soulful and um, wise. So I'm really looking forward to having her on the show. We will also be having Marilyn Scott, Elijah Rock. The brilliant Gina Kronstadt is going to be on the show later um, mm-hmm. in the year. We'll be having Brent Fisher, who is the son of Claire Fisher, who is just a remarkable arranger, producer as well. Yep. And Janina yep. Burnett, Michael O'Neill. So it's a great lineup of people. We'll be joined by Fiona Ross, who's the editor-in-chief of Women in Jazz Media. And in the interest of full disclosure, I am also a contributing writer to, jazz, to um, Women in Jazz yes, Media. You are. So it's a great lineup. Katie Riggs is going to be on the show. And what we're trying to do is really create a community where everybody is welcome. So this is a no-click zone. We simply want to find those Mm -hmm. artists who are creating great music across the spectrum. So straight ahead, swing, big band, acid. You know, if it's jazz, we we want it and we want to know about it. So I want to say to the audience, If there are artists that you think would be well on this show, please reach out to us and let us know. Visit us at the website, which is www.thejazzmill.net. Send us a message. If you are a jazz artist and you hear this program and you think you'd like to be on the program, do reach out to us. Because the thing is that we want to use this platform to bring people together to galvanize people who love this music, who celebrate this music, who appreciate this music and who create this music. So there's something here yep. for everybody. And as I said before, this is a no click zone. We we come together and we grind so that this music continues to have a presence and that it is welcoming to everyone.
1: True that we are a big and welcoming tent, Sandra. And uh, like I said, uh in, in my introduction of myself I, I see us as, you know, having maybe some sort of a therapeutic uh effect if we do this right. Uh we can be a, a timeout from the craziness and uh you know you can make your ears happy in the process. So uh thanks to 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 the great work you've done to date. I know you're just getting started. Uh, keep grinding, buddy, won't you please? <laughs> my pleasure. Uh, Greg, I, I wanted to ask you uh, your role on the show. You're, you're going to be a regular uh, co-host, and, and you're going to handle a couple of segments uh, for us uh, that will be recurring uh, that, that I'm, I'm excited about. Um, you know, I, I, let me explain the first one, and I'll, I'll let you let you handle the second one. Um, I've always felt when I'm around true musicians that they have a language, a, a parlance all their own, and uh, they, they seem to be speaking in code sometimes, and I always feel a little left out. And what I'm what I'm hoping uh, we'll be able to do in a segment we're calling Hep Cat Lingo, uh, you'll be able to unscramble some of this stuff that I hear from time to time, these these phrases and so forth, uh, and make me. Uh, h- half a Hepcat at least. I'm, I'm striving to just be a kitten maybe. Maybe that's what I should shoot for. <laughs> but uh, So that's one of them. And then uh, we're going to be, uh, you're going to be looking at important moments in jazz. You want to talk a little bit about that?
4: Uh, yes. Uh, important moments. And uh, At first, we thought about uh, this day in jazz, but uh, as Sandra pointed out that uh, more of a, moments in jazz, maybe for the entire month, but also to include this day in jazz. For example, uh, today is uh, Sonny Rollins' birthday. Uh, He was born in uh, uh, 1930, September 7th, 1930. And also, the late great uh, trumpeter, Joe Newman, it's his birthday as well. But there'll be other not necessarily birthdays, but important jobs, important records, concerts uh, that happened over uh, the month, uh, not just today in jazz, tomorrow in jazz. So, yeah, got to be uh, fun to do and, and, and knowledgeable.
1: I can't wait for those because I love I love our history. Uh, it's it's rich with stories, and I love a good story. And um, I think it's important to you know have a have an eye on where we're headed and how we can grow this genre, but at the same time, you got to understand where you've been and all the uh, all the difficulty that uh, early artists uh, you know, suffered through to to get us to this point. And uh, a lot of that is Uh, Sad but uh, but profoundly interesting and uh, great that we're going to be looking at it from all points of view. So uh, thank you for for stepping up and handling that for us each week. Um, And then there's one that that, uh, I'll do with some of our guests. If time permits, we're going to do a lightning round where uh, we lighten things up a little bit a uh, sample question to them during a lightning round and we're looking for quick answers from these folks uh, pineapple on a pizza yay or nay and uh, I think we'll have some fun with that kind of a cadence and that kind of questioning and uh, we'll we'll do that each time as I say uh, uh, time time permits with our guests uh, and uh, uh and and then you know uh, there'll be other surprises and other things that uh, we'll be doing we'll be doing uh special edition broadcasts in and, in in and, uh, around our other wednesday shows uh as as uh as need be uh we are already booked you know through the end of the year and uh, into first quarter, so it looks to me like we could have a second show before you before you say much. So, uh, hey, listen, uh, we're going to have to uh, uh, cut her down here, but I want to uh, implore people to, to get over to, to the uh, iTunes, buy up, buy up Mike Lang's music. Same with Joey's music, uh, you won't be sorry, um, and listen in as you've done today. Uh, you're going to be able to catch this show in podcast, or you can catch it uh, live or after the fact at the Blog Talk uh, show portal. But next time out, uh, we're going to visit with six-time Grammy-nominated vocalist Nina Freelon. Uh, she made history on this past year's award ceremony, did you know? And, uh, uh, and that's something you'll want to learn more about, something that's never happened before. And, uh, of course, I want to thank my my friends, people you've met today Sondra and Greg and uh, of course you again thank you for tuning in at this time and every time on the jazz mill if you dig it tell your friends about us won't you please so Joey and Mike uh, important to us uh, important that we uh, pay pay good respects to them and uh, uh, they are two of the greats and we uh, are are happy to have informed you of perhaps a few things that maybe you haven't uh, 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 heard about them before so we're going to play you out I'm going to play you out with uh, uh, a tune from Mike uh, called All of My Love a tune from Joey uh, it covers Never never Can Say Goodbye and a little treat from Jimmy Scott uh, the nearness of you that I think you'll enjoy so thanks again folks for listening we so appreciate you
0: It's not the pale moon that excites me. That. The nearness. Only